Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. So this episode, as you guys can tell by the title, as usual, is about being alone and not being alone in a bad way, but fostering independence, feeling empowered by being alone and just learning a lot about yourself, right? So right now it is currently a rainy Thursday. Actually, speaking of, it is not raining anymore. The sun finally came out. It is 5.14 p.m. It was raining all day today, you guys. And I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you can relate, but I am so like just tired and unmotivated when it's raining. And it's weird because like I will feel tired and then not know why and look out the window and be like, oh shit, it's raining outside. And like that is exactly what happened to me this morning. I tried waking up before my classes like a little early to record this but I was not having it and I have no idea why. I set my alarm for 7 a.m., which isn't too early for me, honestly. I normally wake up at 7.50 and I could not get out of bed and I just kept snoozing it until eight. And even when I did get out, I was like, God, like I'm so tired. And then all of a sudden I start hearing some thunder and lightning and it was all making sense. But I don't know, like I said, I feel like rainy days always make me so tired. And like, I don't know if it's something to do with like the barometric pressure in the air. I don't know. There's just something up with rainy days. But yeah, speaking of feeling like a little unmotivated and slow, this whole week has been kind of slow for me. It's getting colder outside and I am dreading the New England winters where it snows until literally March. Um, I feel like everyone is starting to feel it right now. Like the seasons change, the leaves are starting to turn a couple different colors. Um, it's raining a lot more. It's definitely a little bit chilly, not too much, honestly, just like nothing below the sixties, but it's still just like getting there. You know what I mean? And like I said, I feel like everyone's just feeling it, whether they're excited for fall or they're dreading the winter guys, (laughs) this keeps making me think of you know, like winter is coming, like like the Game of Thrones reference. That has just been like on my mind this week because my boyfriend has recently been obsessed with Game of Thrones and like him and all of his friends are watching it. So now that the season is changing and it's getting colder, I just keep thinking like winter is coming. <laughs> and like, I hope you guys understand the reference I'm making or else I'm going to sound really silly. But yeah, that's just, I've just been feeling like I'm in the Game of Thrones, I guess minus all the like gory stuff that happens in that show let me know if you guys think I'd be able to handle it because my boyfriend's saying I should watch it but I already know a lot about what happens and I feel like it's really gory which I don't like but I don't know kind of went on a tangent I wanted to catch y'all up a little bit on my week like I said it's been pretty slow for me not much has really happened not super exciting but Yesterday, on Wednesday, I went on a little hot girl walk with my friend Julia. I absolutely love going for walks, especially with Julia. She, I just like love catching up with her. It's always so fun when we hang out. I love her so much. Hi, if you're listening. And I, we both agree that like we just want to make more time to go on walks. And I just like, it's so refreshing to be outside and like having the sun on you, feeling the air, like it's so true that it really does boost your mood. Sorry if there was a little pause right there. Um, 
I'm not sure if there was or wasn't whenever I stopped the recording. I just had to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. But yeah, as I was saying, we went on a little hot girl walk together. I love going for walks and it just hits different when you're outside. Like you can incline walk on a treadmill all you want, but nothing beats like being outside and going for a walk. And if you guys go on hot girl walks, then you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> so, Julia, we definitely have to go for another walk next week. I'm already looking forward to it. But, oh my goodness, I said my week wasn't exciting. Um, I have had something exciting happen to me today. So, I already brought it up on my Instagram story just because I was so excited to share it with y'all. But I am on the cover of a national magazine and it's not as huge and exciting as it sounds. I mean, it is very huge and exciting to me, but it's not like the biggest deal in the world. So my sorority, I'm in Delta Zeta. We have a national magazine, so it gets sent out. The like editions get sent out to all of the families. I'm pretty sure it still gets sent out to alumni, etc. So every member of Delta Zeta receives a copy, and for fall 2022... They wanted to put me on the cover and they had a little article on me and they used a couple of my pictures. The magazine came out so good, you guys. I've like not been talking about it. This has been in the process since spring and it is now September. So that is like super crazy to me. I hopped on a few phone interviews so we can, um, they can learn about me and they can write the story about me. We did a little photo shoot in the spring, which is actually how they found me. So basically, my chapter at my school was selected to do like a photo shoot for Delta Zeta and just to be used like in the um on the website, magazines, whatever, just because like, you know, when you look up an organization and they just have like photos of the members like being happy together and stuff like things like that. I hope that makes sense. And a little bit after that, they ended up reaching out to me saying they really loved um, how I was posing because like I was kind of joking around. I was flexing and stuff, just like, you know, us gym girls, how we do. And they really loved it. And they wanted to write an article about like being strong and confident and empowered. So they shared like my fitness story and they had the photos of me and I could not be happier with how it turned out. I am so, so grateful for the opportunity. And yeah, it was just like so exciting when they finally sent me the full magazine integrated with everything. I was just like smiling for like, it felt like hours. Like <laughs> I was just so excited to share it with everyone. So that was certainly the highlight of my week. Other than that, nothing else really to touch on besides my little hot girl walk and my magazine. So I guess now that I'm done catching up with y'all, let's get into the episode. So starting off with how to be alone in a good way. So to preface, I know it can be hard being alone or feeling lonely. First of all, remember that you're never alone, okay? Even if you feel like you have no one in your life, there are plenty of people that care about you, I promise you. And it makes me so happy when people reach out to me. So please reach out to me through DMs if you ever need someone to talk to. So with that set aside, like I was saying, I know it can be hard to be alone or feel lonely, but you can also learn so much about yourself and realize what really matters to you, okay? And I'm saying this from personal experience. So before COVID, I was someone where my social battery never ran out. I could be around people 
365 days of the year and just keep wanting more. And I was very outgoing. Like, I feel like everyone's freshman year of college, I guess I shouldn't say everyone, but in my experience, freshman year of college was kind of like everyone's friends with everyone. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone wants to meet you. Everyone wants to meet new people, all that stuff. So like I had a huge friend group. I was always going to the dining halls. I'm walking around the dorm buildings, seeing people on campus, just always surrounded by people constantly. Like even if I wasn't super, super close with anyone, it was just like a ton of peers that I could hang out with and go out with, right? But then after COVID, I have spent a lot of my time alone. And at first it was because of quarantine. It was because of all the other restrictions. Everyone kind of got separated for a year or so after COVID happened. People stayed home, um, dormed by themselves, got apartments. So everyone kind of got separated. And nothing for me personally has ever really been the same. And I'm not necessarily blaming COVID about it. That was kind of just the timeline that it happened. So these past few years, I've spent a lot of my time alone. But I know a lot of the time I wasn't okay with it and I'm still coming to terms with it. But I've also learned so much about myself. I've learned about what I value, where I like to put my time and effort in, and what actually matters to me, okay? So, like, now that I have, like, I mean, obviously over quarantine and over the summer, I had a little bit more free time, but I'm definitely busy now, but I'm busy because I'm putting my time into things that I want to, right? So now that I had the time to figure out what I like, I'm able to, like, prioritize and maximize my time so much better. So when you're alone, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with your time, right? You're on your own schedule. You don't need to worry about working around other people or other people's input or having to compromise with what they want to do. You have full range of whatever you want to do with your schedule. And you really realize how much time you have. So use this to your advantage. If I didn't have as much free time as I did over the summer, I wouldn't have been able to go to the gym as consistently as I did and make all the progress that I did with my account and myself and my, not just my physical appearance, but also like my mental state and my mindset. So let's say, for example, for me, I worked um, until four every day. Okay, more like 410, 415-ish. And then I would go home, work in my CPT, go to the gym, eat, and then go to bed because that is all I had time for. If I had like a huge friend group at home, which I <laughs> do not, um, I would probably be like hanging out with my friends every day. And that is also great. If that is what makes you happy and that's what you prefer, go for it. But what worked best for me, it ended up working out because I wanted to have a consistent gym schedule. Going to the gym made me happy. I loved working towards a goal. So it worked out in my favor that I was alone because I was able to work towards what I enjoy doing and I didn't have to split my time between other people. Obviously, I do have my boyfriend, of course, but we... um. We don't live in the same town. We live about like 45 minutes from each other when we're home. So we would spend weekends together and it all worked out. So shifting gears a tiny bit, again, being alone. So when you're alone with yourself and you have all this time, start with figuring out what makes you happy. Find your hobbies, find things that you enjoy doing, anything that is just fun or brings enjoyment to you, right? So for me... As I mentioned, and as I'm sure you guys know, 
I like going to the gym. I also like going shopping. I like grabbing a quick bite of food, something to eat when I'm alone. I actually enjoy running errands, which I know some people hate, but I really like running errands. I love a good five below. I love a good Trader Joe's. It's fun to me. So things that you might like doing, you might like going for coffee, um, going for a walk with your dog, walking on the beach, checking out new thrift shops, just little fun things that you can do. Pretty affordable. Don't take up much time. So everything that I'm listing, do things alone that you already love doing, okay? That way, it's not as hard for you to transition into being more independent and you know you'll have fun either way. So let's say you like shopping with your friends. Okay, go shopping alone. Maybe you and your friends like to go for walks. Okay, go for a walk alone. Don't do something that's out of your comfort zone in, like immediately because it's going to be that much harder for you because it's something, it's like a new situation you're never putting yourself in and you're doing it for your first time alone, okay? So ease into it with things that you love doing. Don't force yourself to sit down at like a five-star fancy restaurant alone if that's not a place you'd normally go to anyway, right? So I feel like that pretty much makes sense. So touching on practicing being independent, doing things you enjoy, like I said, if you aren't comfortable doing things like with other people, don't do it when you're alone, okay? So now, I'm sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I was just like reading my notes real quick, but I forgot like this timer doesn't stop while I'm reading. So if you aren't comfortable doing things alone yet, or you have some anxiety around it in general, let's touch on some ways that we can build up this independence, okay? So I already mentioned doing things you already enjoy, but even smaller than that, okay? Start with small things, okay? These can be things like cleaning the house. That is like, if you're home alone and you're cleaning, boom, that's something you're doing alone. Cooking. If you cook by yourself there, that's something you're doing alone. Going for a walk in your neighborhood, going to like a drive through Starbucks. These are things that may seem very easy and very trivial, but to a lot of people, and maybe for you, that's hard doing it alone. I know a lot of people that they had trouble like grocery shopping alone at first, or um, they don't feel comfortable going shopping by themselves or going to like Dunkin' Donuts by themselves. There are some people that are very dependent on others. And you know what? Like that's okay when you're young, but when you're thrown into the real world, even when you're just in college, honestly, like you really need to be comfortable doing a lot of things on your own, okay? So once you start to feel comfortable cleaning the house, cooking, going for a walk, going to those drive throughs then you can start expanding this into bigger things like walking into that Dunkin' Donuts instead of going to the drive through right? Running errands alone, like I mentioned, going shopping, going to get your nails done alone. Maybe you can do something to treat yourself, right? If it's If you're really struggling with going somewhere alone, why not like give yourself an incentive to do it, right? So if your nails are looking a little rough and you have no one to go to the nail salon with, you know what? Treat yourself, get that manicure and pedicure, and then give yourself a little pat on the back for being able to do it alone. So you don't have to jump right into it all at once, okay? Like I mentioned earlier, you're not going to go to that five-star restaurant if that's not something you don't normally do. 
but take it easy take it slow just like anything in life you don't want to just like skip through steps one through five and go straight to ten you want to like you know take it easy just like for example if you're going through a cut you don't instantly drop like 600 calories all at once you lower by 50 or 100 calories each week and then gradually go down from there so don't just don't feel the need to jump into into it all at once you can take your time easing into this another tip to help with your independence is don't feel the need to post everything online okay I understand that this might not have a clear or direct tie into independence, but I'll explain it, okay? So Snapchat and Instagram gives us the opportunity to broadcast literally almost anything we want into the world, okay? And by doing so, we feel the need to constantly feel validation from other people. So for example, let's say I'm driving and there's crazy traffic on the road. I Am I going to post like from my car and take a picture of the traffic and be like oh my god guys it's taking me like 20 minutes to get to class blah 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 and have people slide up and be like oh my god that's the worst I hate that like if you want yeah you could do that but by posting everything like for everyone to see you're getting used to all of this validation you're getting used to needing a response from people getting a reaction from someone and the more you do this the more you're going to need that validation and you're going to feel uncomfortable like not like having a personal experience almost and i hope that makes sense cuz i feel like there's so many people in this like in life like especially at my age and in this generation where at the smallest inconvenience or if anything happens to them they need to post about it online and they need to feel validation from other people another example Let's say that you were picking classes for school and you couldn't get into the class you needed. Instead of like spamming and complaining on your Snapchat story, how about you be proactive about it, right? Instead of the first thing you're doing posting on social media, how about the first thing you do is email the professor, contact your school, ask your advisor for alternatives. And by not posting everything that's happened to you and everything that you're feeling, you'll be better able to handle situations on your own without the extra support from others. You'll be better emotionally equipped to get through your day without needing like 10 people being like, oh my God, I feel this. Oh my God, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. And like I was saying, so many people need to feel the validation by posting something because they want other people to react to it and they need people to share their frustrations. This really isn't necessary for every little thing happening to you. And the less you post, the more you'll realize how kind of stupid it seems. I, I don't want to come across as too harsh, but that's how I feel to be broadcasting your life for no reason online. And it really does form an emotional crutch. It does. And I just personally don't think that's healthy. And the reason why I say this is because in high school, and maybe even a little bit my freshman year of college, I had to post like everything online. Like, I don't know if Finstas still exist, like fake Instagram where you basically, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but for those who don't, you make like a second Instagram account and you make it private and you only let your friends follow it. And you just like spam it all the time with whatever you want. I used to be the type of person where 
I felt like I had to complain about everything that was happening to me. I had to update people on everything. I had to share my whole life. And I felt validations from getting the likes and comments from people. And I felt validated from people wanting to follow it because I was like, wow, look, like these 50 people want to see every update on my life at school. (laughs) And it's like, and it made me uncomfortable to have an experience and not share it. And I just don't think that's healthy. And with saying all of this, just as an aside, not just about the social media, but overall with this whole um, conversation, I'm not saying that you have to go days and weeks without hanging out with anyone, right? I'm not saying cut everyone off, become this just socially isolated being, no. Socialization is important, it's healthy. We as humans are social creatures, okay? But I thought this could be helpful for those who are having a hard time being alone or need to foster up more independence in their lives or maybe want to but don't know how to start or maybe feel uncomfortable with it. I thought this would just get a conversation going and to give you guys just a little bit of, it's okay. It's okay to be a little lonely. It's okay to do things on your own. And it's not the end of the world. If you have to go grocery shopping alone, if anything, it will most likely benefit you in the long run. Because once you're able to go grocery shopping alone, run errands alone, cook for yourself alone, go for a walk alone, when you're thrown out into the real world and you need to get an apartment, find a job, maybe move to a new city, um, relocate for any reason, etc., like you're going to be so much more prepared because that's not unnatural for you. That's just part of your day-to-day life. And it's really going to equip you post-college because obviously everyone that goes to college generally is from different areas, right? Maybe, yeah, people that go to that school may be from the same state, but there's a ton of people from out of state. Your state is, most states are pretty big, you know, even if you live in the same state as someone, you could, same state as someone, maybe you live two or three hours away anyway. So when you graduate and you're leaving all of your college friends, you're going to have to start over in a couple senses. And if you are just allowing yourself to have this crutch of social media all the time and have this crutch of thinking your friends and family are always going to be there holding your hand every step of the way, you are not going to learn how to be independent for the future, okay? So I just think independence is something that is so, so valuable. It is so important. And it's really a skill that we have to practice. So I hope, I feel like I was very rambly on this episode and I feel like my thoughts were kind of all over the place. So I really, really hope that a lot of what I had to say made sense to you guys. But on that note, I have two questions here, a little Q&A for the end of my episode. I know this episode is very quick, but honestly, I feel like there isn't too much to touch on. So I hope you all don't mind a little quick episode. But jumping into the first question, someone asked me, how do you stay motivated by yourself? So I'm assuming this is a gym-related question. They're talking about um, staying in a, like a gym routine and staying motivated alone. So... I took this as meaning you have no one in your corner. Maybe your parents aren't super supportive. Maybe your significant other doesn't go to the gym. Maybe your friends aren't really about it. So if this is the case and you feel like you're the only one in your life that likes having a consistent solid gym routine, you need intrinsic motivation, okay? Not an extrinsic. So 
Intrinsic motivation means you are doing this for yourself because you want to, not because other people want it from you, not because you're trying to impress others, not because you think like this is what I'm expected to do. You're doing it because that's what makes you happy and that's what makes you feel empowered, okay? Extrinsic motivation is motivation coming from other people. So basically, let's say you have a coach and you're on a sports team and you're extrinsically motivated because you know if you don't go to practice, he's going to make you run a mile. That is extrinsic motivation. But I understand going back to the intrinsic motivation and how you need to do it for yourself. I understand it can feel disheartening when no one is there to cheer you on. However, remind yourself that everything happens for a reason. It will all work itself out in the future. You're not going to feel like that forever. And eventually, when you do put in the work, people are going to like cheer you on. People are going to notice your progress and they're going to feel proud of you, okay? So if you're feeling alone, that should honestly be all the more reason to go to the gym and work out and sweat out all those feelings because goddamn, I know it helps me. So if you're having a hard time and you're struggling, like no one's in your corner, people aren't really supportive of you, just remind yourself why you're doing it, okay? Why do you go to the gym? Maybe you have a physique goal, like a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? An aesthetic goal, right? Okay, remind yourself of you want to build that body for you. Or maybe you have a specific health goal. Maybe there's... um a diagnosis you recently got, or you just feel like you've been sluggish, you haven't been eating the best, etc. Remind yourself that you want to feel healthier. For any reason that it is, just remind yourself that is why you want to do it, okay? You really can't do something in life with the sole purpose of wanting to please someone else or doing it for someone else because that'll never be sustainable because it's not making you happy, okay? So intrinsic motivation, do it for you. The second question, and this is the last question I'll do, is how do I cut off a friend if I'm scared of being alone? <laughs> I I kind of laugh at this because, boy, have I been there before. Oh, my goodness. I completely understand that it is hard to leave someone you're close to, especially if you've known each other for a long time, they know personal things about you, etc. However, remind yourself of which you would prefer. Do you want to be stuck in a shitty friendship or relationship where they might be toxic, they might not treat you the best, maybe you guys have conflicting beliefs or values, maybe you just want to put your time in different areas, maybe they're not supportive of your goals, any reason at all, okay? Would you rather have that friendship that really isn't the best for you or would you rather focus on yourself for some time and have the right friends or the right relationship come to you when the time is right, okay? I know it sucks in the moment because you might and you probably will feel pretty lonely, but remember this episode, remember all these things that I'm saying and realize how empowering and impressive it is to navigate life on your own. And like I mentioned earlier, and I just have to reiterate it, you are never fully alone. And if you're feeling lonely, it will not last for long. It's just a little phase of your long, long life, right? So cut off a friend, cut them off if you need to, cut off your whole friend group, cut off that relationship, whatever you got to do. If something is negatively affecting you, there is no reason why you need to keep that in your life, okay? So to end this off, like I said, I know it's a short episode, but I'm just saying it once again, you are not alone, 
okay? It makes me so happy when people reach out to me through my DMs or shoot me a text message, whatever it is. So I'm going to say it again. Feel free. If you ever need to talk to someone, please reach out to me because I am more than happy to chat, more than happy to talk to you, more than happy to help and talk to y'all. And yeah, I know that was quick, but that was podcast episode seven, being independent, managing being alone. I hope y'all enjoyed. So on that note, it is a Thursday night. I'm going to go get ready for my weekend and I hope you guys have a great one. I'll see y'all next Friday. Bye guys.